The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. I uh, always want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life to make this happen. So I want to thank you for joining me today, and today we're going to be talking about the ketogenic diet. I know I haven't done a actual radio show on that. Uh, maybe talked about a couple of other different uh, diets and eating plans, so I wanted to talk about the ketogenic diet because it helps a lot of people. Uh, and uh, it helps a lot of people beat inflammation and reverse some disease processes. So I wanted to dedicate this show to that today so you can be enlightened as to what to do regarding your health goals for 2020. Once again, we talked about last week uh, the fact that we're not really moving into health, so you got to do something different to start becoming healthier. And one of the top ways to do that is by eating a healthier diet without even having to work out uh, and start dropping those extra pounds that we all carry around. So uh, I want to also remind you, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. Uh, You can find us on uh, iTunes via podcast, searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. You also can find us on the Internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. And lastly, you can always find us by calling our office at 937 552-7364. Press option two. Team is standing by, ready to answer your questions about this topic or any other topic we've had in the past, uh, about any health topic we've had in the past on this show. So uh, as I always want to get started by sharing my big reason of getting on the radio every single weekend and educating people about health and healing. And the reason for me uh, behind that is uh, because of my mom. My mom called me uh, now almost six years ago to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying. Of course, I start crying as she is my hero. So I asked my mom, like, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing, son. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. I said, all right, fair enough. Being scared out of my mind, not knowing what to do. I said, you know what, mom? I know you're not going to do all that, um, but you know what? Let's uh, let's try something different. You're not going to do the conventional treatment. Let's try something different. Let's see what your body uh, what your body looks like on x-ray. Let's make sure that your brain and your body are communicating at 100%. Since your brain controls your body, it just makes sense to me. So let's get your spine checked. And we did, and she agreed. Uh, we got her spine checked. And when we took her first x-ray, we saw that from the side, uh, the side view of the neck, my mom had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. She had zero degrees basically out of 45. Uh, and then from front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 through T7, my mom had a bend in her spine, a minor scoliosis in her upper back, uh, crushing the sac nerves that come out of there, going to her breast tissue and other vital organs like the heart and lungs. So I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt when I saw that, that that was a cause of her problems because for years, really decades, she struggled with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, sinus infections. And every single time she went to the doctor, she got the same answer all of you are getting, which is the medication in the orange little bottle with your name on it to take twice a day with meals. So she decided to do something different in order to be a grandma and be there for her grandkids still to this day. And that she has done. And I'm so thankful for that. 
My mom is still alive. I'm thankful for that. And my mom is literally continuing to battle. She's doing much better than she was back then. But uh, her number one driving force is to see her grandchildren grow up. Three of those kids are my three of those grandkids are my kids. Eden, who's six, John Luke, who is uh, almost 20 months old, and my middle daughter, Eve, who's four years old. So, folks, it's not for yourself that to do these diets and you work out and all that stuff. It's really for those people you love who are going to miss you or going to be uh, stricken by your disease because you think that disease only affects you. It does not. I bet if you ask a kid who has a parent with cancer or heart disease and they know about it and the kid is coherent enough to understand what that means, that child or grandchild would be afraid of you, parent or grandparent, passing away. And that's a fear that they have to live with. And they're in their back of their head wishing that they never get that disease or they never get that, uh, you know, condition. So. If you're ready to do something different, folks, now is the time. It's the beginning of the year. Not about making a resolution. It's about making just one thing different about yourself so you can be there for your family. So uh, talking about ketogenic diet, the ketogenic diet, uh, um, what is it? What do we know about it? Uh, you know, all those questions that people have, does it work? Like, what? It, what is it all about? So the ketogenic diet is something that people do when they're trying to reduce the amount of inflammation in their body. Why do they do the ketogenic diet? Because the ketogenic diet has been shown to reduce inflammation as you're not consuming a bunch of carbohydrates or sugars. So as you're doing the ketogenic diet, uh, the number one thing you're, you'll notice and, and the reason why it works is because you're not taking all the extra sugar in the form of you know fruits and, and grains and things as such that force you to retain water as you retain water, you become more inflamed. That inflammation dries up your blood pressure. And oh, by the way, the fact that you have extra sugar also uh, makes you more susceptible to becoming a type 2 diabetic. So, but I want to first start by um, talking about where the ketogenic diet came from and, and how it actually got started. And the ketogenic diet was a, a, a test that they utilized uh, a long time ago. Uh, a diet to help kids with epilepsy, uh, you know, and, and the, the thing is that they started, they started to realize that it actually works. It actually works. They're like, you know what? So we use it for the kids. We saw notable improvements. So they decided to start recommending to other patients that had other issues. And, um, the ketogenic diet helped those kids with uh, epilepsy. And then they started seeing uh, a lot of other actual um, benefits from it. Uh, like I said, reduction in that reduction in that inflammation that's actually in your body that we all know is causing other diseases. So that was really the birth of the ketogenic diet. And a lot of people are kind of saying, ah, it's the same thing as the Atkins diet, this and the other. And I get the similarities, but uh, where they do differ is that the ketogenic diet really um, focuses on high-quality fats. The Atkins diet has cleaned up their reputation because back in the day, it was kind of like eat as many burgers, as many eat the top of the cheese pizza, still order from Domino's, still eat, you know, 
uh, burgers from Burger King. Just eat the burger. Don't eat the buns. Don't eat the fries. Right. Eat the vegetables or whatever. That's kind of the premise. And I'm and of course I am I am simplifying it for the sake of time. But that was kind of the big big takeaway. Like, hey, I can eat anything I want as long as it doesn't have starches on it. I'm good. You know, I can eat. Seven pounds of bacon, a bunch of, you know, cream cheese. I can eat a bunch of burgers. I can eat all this meat, this, that, and the other. Uh, and as long as it's got fat and protein, I'm good. Well, the problem is that the quality of the fat that you consume also causes inflammation if you're consuming the wrong type of fat. So if you're consuming hydrogenated vegetable oils which by the way they hydrogenate it meaning they pump hydrogen through it to make it more uh stable therefore less likely to decompose on the shelf this actually makes it more toxic to your body your body does not recognize it it's actually rancid and it causes inflammation all on its own this is why some people did the atkins diet yeah they lost weight but they still had coronary heart disease. They still had congestive heart failure. They still got cancer. Um, yes, they were thinner, which is great. That's a really good goal. But are you really eating and fueling your body to just look good? Or are you fueling your body to actually be healthy? And that was uh, that's the biggest difference there. Uh, the ketogenic diet focuses on you consuming about 60 to 75% of your total caloric intake in your body from good quality fats. What does that mean? Like non-roasted nuts. And even then you have to be careful with the amount of nuts uh, that you consume, like almonds and pecans and such, because they do have a carbohydrate uh, associated with it. So it's all about keeping your carbohydrate level, total carbohydrate level that you take in in a day below 50 grams. And if you're like a warrior below 20 grams, which is very challenging to do, given that now you've got to start calculating your macronutrients. So when people talk about macros, calculating my macros, bro, right? Like those guys that, that do that stuff, uh, which is cool. I, I was a bro too before. And, and, you know, I used to go to the gym and pump a bunch of iron all the time and talk the lingo, right? I'm now, of course, married with three kids, uh, about to knock on 40 years old here in the next few few years. So, but, but the reality is this, um, you're going to start calculating macro, macronutrients, meaning fat, protein, and carbohydrates. And then that becomes time-consuming. People then start, you know, falling off the, the face of the earth because they're literally so consumed by the fact that they got to be counting carbohydrates and all this stuff. And then eventually it doesn't work. So it's not sustainable. So uh, what some experts have talked about was just literally shooting to be under 50 carb, uh, net carbs per day. So, and this is where... I want to talk about this before I move forward beyond the carbs. Um, the biggest thing is that the total carbohydrates, you have to subtract when you look at a label. And I'm teaching you something that I teach my patients when we do our shop with the doc and where I take our patients and a group of patients to a local supermarket like Kroger. And uh, I walk around and I teach them how to read labels. So we do that and we'll be announcing that uh, once you come to our next event in February. But uh, it's only a certain amount of people. I can't be walking around with 100 people around the store. Obviously, it disrupts uh, the flow of the, 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 the actual store. But I can walk around with a group of about 20 people. So what I do at that 
at that event is I talk about carbohydrates and total carbohydrates is something that is, you know, when you look at the back of a nutritional label on a, on a, uh, on a food product, you will see this as total carbohydrates, and then they break it down to fiber, uh, alcohol, uh, sugar alcohols, they uh, added sugar, so on and so forth. So the one thing you got to remember is that if you have 20 total carbohydrates and five of those grams of carbohydrates are actually fiber, you get to subtract that fiber because fiber does not drive up your blood sugar levels. So really, let's say that if you have 20 total carbohydrates and you subtract five grams of fiber you really have 15 grams of carbohydrates or sugars right but even further if you look at that food item and for example it contains erythritol uh, xylitol anything that ends with o all o l right xylitol erythritol right those are sugar alcohols so those yet again yes they may taste sweet when you consume them, which is a really good way for companies to sweeten their sweet products, uh, your body still did not, does not absorb them. So now let's take and do some quick, easy math. You have 20 total grams of carbohydrates in your meal in the morning, and five of those grams are actually fiber. So you subtract five from the 20, that's 15. And then two of those grams are sugar alcohols. Now you subtract those other two. Now you're left with 13 net carbohydrates. So that's how you start calculating your macronutrients. And once again, your caloric intake, uh, if it's 60 to 75% fat, that means anywhere from 20 to 30% protein and 5% carbohydrates. So this is where you start really getting in the nitty gritty. So the simpler rule to follow is to shoot to be under 50 net carbs per day, which literally will put you in ketosis, which is what I'll be talking about in the next segment. Uh, so I got to take a quick break here. You are listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on the internet, uh, and also you can find us on iTunes via podcasts, um, and that is in by searching living the full life with dr juan on podcasts and then of course you can always call our office at 937-552-7364 press option two team is standing by ready to answer your questions about this show or any other show you uh you've heard on the past so uh talking about keto uh ketogenic diet and i want to just talk about make sure nobody's getting confused because a lot of people will be like well isn't there um isn't there something bad about keto? Can't you die from it if you have like the fruity smell in your breath? Folks, that is called ketoacidosis, not ketosis. Ketoacidosis is dangerous. It is something that can kill you. Um, it will definitely wreak havoc upon your body. That is not what we're talking about here. Ketoacidosis happens when typically you have a type 1 diabetic um, that is not able to get sugar into the cells, uh, starts burning you know, a, a bunch of actual uh, fat and other things, right? So 
there is a process and when the body becomes acidic and you start having this fruity breath, all those things are really dangerous. So that's not what we're talking about here. So that's way too many ketones for your body to handle and that can actually kill you. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is ketogenic diet, ketones, creating ketones. So just want to, I don't want to, once again, I like the science, but I don't want to also like go overboard and get all scientific with you because you're just trying to listen to a show on a Saturday and learn a few couple of healthy things that you can hopefully apply in one day and become healthier and, you know, be there for your family. So, like, I know you're not trying to become, like, a biochemistry major and understand how this all works, but for those of us nerds out there that kind of want to know a little bit more uh, to kind of, like, double-check, make sure this guy knows what he's talking about before I start following his stuff, uh, and I get that, rightfully so, uh, it's all about your... um, your body's ability to create actual energy from other sources besides sugar. We all know that sugar gives you energy. Like that's not a, like even the the least educated people out there know that sugar gives you energy. We know that. Uh, so the thing is this though, uh, when your body doesn't have sugar, uh, a fuel type for us to utilize, like our brain, our muscles use sugar, the body then fuses another source of fuel, uh, which is ketones. Um, and ketones come from your actual body breakdown of fat as an actual energy source. So when you, it, they're actually created in your liver, so these ketones are created in your liver, and then your body uses those ketones to create ATP, adenosine triphosphate, right? Once again, not getting into the science behind it too, too much, but... Adenosine triphosphate, ATP, is what gives us energy, and that's created in the mitochondria uh, inside of the cell. So when you take, instead of a glucose molecule to the cell to create energy at the electrotransport chain inside of the mitochondria, um, your body utilizes that glucose and creates ATP. But whenever you have ketones, they show up to the mitochondria, and you actually can also create ATP without having the sugar. The benefit of this is, once again, you are creating energy. It's cleaner energy because there's no inflammation involved. It's kind of like burning very clean energy sources versus the dirty ones, right? So um, you're burning cleaner energy. Therefore, it's less byproduct. Your body functions better, so on and so forth. So the brain, uh, along with other actual organs function really well by ketones. So the brain, the heart muscles, right, consume ketones to create energy. So that's what the ketogenic, like the the name comes from ketogenic uh, ketosis. That's where that work comes from. And that's why it's called the ketogenic diet or keto diet or I'm keto, bro. Right, right. So um, I got to take a quick break here. I did go a little into the science, but hopefully that kind of clarifies it for those of us nerds out there. Uh, For the rest of you, I'll be right back. I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the in-season talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news. News and talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Full Life Chiropractic. 
Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. Uh, As I always want to remind you, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us uh, by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, press option two, team is standing by. And also you can find us via podcast by searching Living the Full Life on podcast via iTunes. So uh, on the previous segments, if you're just joining us, uh, riding around, uh, you, you, you probably heard the title, but we're talking about keto- ketogenic diet today, ketosis. Um, so as far as the ketogenic diet and what it does for you and the benefits behind it, uh, once again, it's about consuming really good high fats, uh, in your diet. It's not about you consuming all the fat you can potentially find on a burger and a Burger King, you know, Whopper without the bun and a bunch of bacon. It's about you eating actually really good, responsibly uh, race meats and good, high quality fat content like avocados and almonds that are not roasted and pecans and things as such that actually are going to help your body fuel itself more efficiently and better. So some of the benefits behind keto before I go a little bit further as to like what's on the ketogenic diet, what you can actually eat, what you can't eat, so on and so forth. Um, some of the benefits are pretty, I mean, as everybody, every single one of you should want this. Reduce cancer risk. Who wants that? You do. Got it. Uh, weight loss. Who wants that? You do. Improve health, uh, heart health. We all want that. Skin improvements, right? Who doesn't want their skin to look younger, better, more supple, all that good stuff? We all do. Enhance cognitive function and memory. Folks, the one thing is that patients with Alzheimer's, ever since they did the epilepsy study uh, to figure out that keto, uh, the ketogenic diet was very uh, efficient at helping kids with epilepsy reduce their episodes and the duration of those episodes and the seizures, um, the, they, they realized that Actually, those kids also just better had better cognitive function, meaning like they can process information better. They can be more attentive. They can do a lot of those things a lot easier because their body's not clouded with all this actual extra sugar that literally is wreaking havoc on everything inside of the body. So, And then ultimately, if you're like a type 2 diabetic or somebody who's pre-diabetic or if your A1C is through the roof... Um, it reduces your blood sugar. So, uh, like, what what is it that this ketogenic diet uh, comprises? Is comprised of Dr. Juan? It all sounds really, really good. Like, what is it that you do or don't do? So, really, early example of what you should not be eating, and like, this should not be a surprise to any of you. Like, literally, if this is a surprise to you, uh, you've been living under a rock for the last like five decades. Uh, because we all know that you should not be consuming a whole bunch of starchy veggies. Like potatoes. So like all, all of you who've been to basic training, uh, back when I went back in 2001, right after literally uh, I left the day before the towers fell. I left September 10, 2001 for basic training. But I remember being there and the drill sergeant saying like, hey, listen, you're a little chunky and there was no body shaming. It's like you need to be a lean, mean, killing machine. So we can't have your 
fat body, as they used to call us. And right now, all that stuff would get you in trouble. That was used to happen back then. Of course, the Army's cleaned up itself a lot since then. But the thing is this, though. They told you pretty much straightforward, like, you cannot be overweight, uh, all that, because you cannot perform in the battlefield. We need you in your tip-top shape. So when we would go through the line, there was a short order and full order line. Short order, and some of you are, like, probably smiling right now because you remember this. And some, I'm, I'm reminiscing on your basic training days where you went to Fort Benning, Fort Sill. I went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. But uh, uh, Fort Jackson, relaxing Jackson, as they call it, right? Some of you got to chuckle out of that. But... Nonetheless, the drill sergeants would literally grab those of us bigger boys. I was one of those. And like, you're getting full order only. Why? Because that full order line had meat and vegetables, very little starch. And the starches that they had were not ridden with a bunch of like oils and all this junk. The short order, my best friend that I went to basic training with, uh, he's actually now a chiropractor, Dr. Jason Ellis. Um, we went to basic training together and he could go on the short order line whenever he wanted. Why? Because he was skinny. He ran like an 11-minute, two-mile run, and he could eat pizza, burgers, fries all day and not gain an ounce. So if you by now don't know, especially if you've been in the Army or any service, uh, you know, Army, Navy, whatever, when you go to basic training, they don't let you eat the junk. They don't let you eat starchy veggies such as potatoes. They don't let you eat sugars. You're not allowed to get the juice or the soda at the actual line. You actually have to drink water. They don't let you have snacks. Uh, refined oils, grains, and even fruit, they're a little leery of. Like, you can have the green apple. They're private, right? So this is literally the basics of the actual ketogenic diet. So we had, I remember at basic training, we had men that would lose 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. I think there was a guy that lost about 50 pounds. Um, and you probably wonder, like, why did he show up to begin with? He showed up because he can still do push-ups and run. And they knew they were going to be able to transform his life by going through basic training. So at the end of the day, you all kind of know this already. You know you shouldn't be eating a bunch of rice. Like, I had a patient in the past um, that she lives in Greenville, got a great, amazing patient from, from Greenville in our practice, but she, like, actually thought that rice was actually healthy. And rice is healthy, especially if it's, like, wild rice or brown rice, and it's not that you're going to overload with brown rice, but, like, she thought, that like, white, plain old white rice was healthy, and it's nothing can be further from the truth because it's a starch and it becomes sugar as soon as you consume it. So it's very important you understand the fact that those things are not included in the ketogenic diet, simple reason, because they turn to sugar and that then does not allow your body to go into ketosis, which is meaning of burning fat as fuel, your own body fat and the fat that you're consuming, and then creating those ketones which is the incomplete oxidation of fat. That's what happens. That's how the ketones are created for those nerds out there that want to look that kind of stuff up. But that is what happens. Those ketones come off. Your body uses them in the, in the mitochondria, and you can create energy. So that is... I went through all that because I want to just go over the fact that it's a very simple way of thinking beyond having to calculate macros, bro, right? Like, you can literally just look, okay, that's starch, that's starch, that's starch. This is sugar, 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 and that drink is also sugar. I'm not going to eat any of that. I'm going to eat the meat, the vegetables, and I'm going to eat really good, high-quality fats, avocados, nuts, so on and so forth, right? Uh, Wild-caught fish, you know, raw nuts and seeds, olive oil, right? That's what you should be looking for, okay? So that's what to eat. Furthermore, like other things that... 
people get confused about is the difference between ketogenic diet versus paleo diet versus, you know, so on and so forth. Well, Atkins, and I already talked about the Atkins, so I'm not going to go into more of that. But the paleolithic diet or the paleo diet, which is really good. I mean, all these diets and eating plans are, are excellent, better than the standard American diet, which is actually sad, which I've talked about in the past on a previous radio show over a year plus ago. And it's just sad, really, because you eat whatever you want, whenever you want. And if you go by the old food pyramid, you're eating a bunch of carbohydrates on the bottom, which is the absolute worst thing you can do because you're literally driving up the amount of sugar in your body. So the paleolithic diet and the ketogenic diet differ in the fact that in the ketogenic diet, you're not allowed to have natural sweeteners such as honey. Okay. In the ketogenic diet, you're not allowed to have most fruits. For example, uh, you know, bananas, pineapples, papaya, all those fruits are very, really high in sugar. They're just very sweet. So obviously, your body is going to absorb all that sugar, try to create energy. When it doesn't need any extra sugar because you have too much in your bloodstream, it gets converted to palmitic acid, palmitate, and then you save it in your fatty acid cells, adipose cells, or fat cells, and you just become larger, which, once again, none of you want to do that. Starchy vegetables, such as, you know, potatoes and tubers and things like uh, cassava, and yucca root, and to some of you, I'm speaking Chinese right now because you probably have no idea what I just said. It's they're tubers. They're actual those of us farm, you know, people that farm that would know that kind of stuff. Uh, tubers are things that grow inside the ground. So these starchy vegetables are still not allowed on the ketogenic diet because those starches will become sugar and disrupt the creation of keto uh, ketones in your body. White and brown sugar are also not allowed. Processed foods, grains, and legumes such as beans. So like black beans, pinto beans, uh, all those beans are not allowed on the ketogenic diet. The one thing that paleo diet allows that the ketogenic diet does not is natural sweeteners like maple syrup, uh, honey, things that the ancestors would have been walking around earth and found uh, upon no industrial you know, far, farm, farming uh, uh, processes. So if they were not milking and creating cheese from cows, they would not use that. So uh, also uh, sugar-free swe sweeteners like stevia, uh, stuff like that, uh, those things are okay on the ketogenic diet, but they're not okay on the paleolithic diet because, once again, uh, the ancestors, as they say, in here, um, they would have never figured out that stevia was sweet and consumed it, right? So uh, another thing that the paleolithic diet does allow is fruits, right? It, the only thing that in the ketogenic diet you can consume that is a fruit is a very low glycemic index berry, like a blueberry, which I've talked about in the past, or a strawberry. Uh it all depends to Granny Smith apples. They're very sour, very tart because they don't have very much sugar in them, right? So those are the, the main differences. And the one last difference is this. In the Paleolithic diet, you are allowed to actually have those, um, those root vegetables like sweet potatoes, uh, like juca root, um, like cassava. And all those are actually being utilized right now in America to create chips, like for example, 
uh, the favorite chips in our household, which was what our kids eat, because uh, we try to have them eat paleo slash, you know, uh, keto for the most part. But uh, cassava is utilized in a in a chip that's called siete chips. Uh, it's seven grains or seven non-grains, seven uh, ingredients uh, that they utilize in the families, like seven uh, seven people in this family that they had a lot of autoimmune issues. Yet the chips are amazing. They taste great. But they had a lot of autoimmune issues in the Spanish family. They Tortilla chips a staple in the Mexican-American uh, culture. So they needed to create another tortilla chip that was actually pretty similar to a normal tortilla chip. So they did, and they created it out of the cassava root. So uh, they did grind this up, and they created this powder, and they make these chips are delicious, which are not as detrimental as an actual tortilla chip itself. So not that the show is about tortilla chips or anything as such, but that's just an example of where in the paleo diet you can eat siete chips, but in the ketogenic diet you cannot, okay? So the, the one thing that I want to talk about too is that you you can consume um, you know a lot of a lot of fats uh, through your day, and that's the toughest part. And, and I want to touch on something else too: is the intermittent fasting that is really ideal to do. We either one of the two diets, but more so the ketogenic diet, more so than the paleolithic diet. The reason why is that if you're intermittent fast, uh, so if you're intermittent fasting, meaning that you fast through your sleep, eight hours, and then you get up and you don't eat until roughly 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the afternoon. That means that your, your eating window, it should be, it could be eight hours. It could be four hours, whatever have you. So you can eat from like 12 noon until 8 PM. So lunch and dinner, most of that lunch and dinner is composed of a high fat quality meal, uh, along with some good protein and very low carb, right? So that's the whole idea behind intermittent fasting because when you're fasting, your body is forced to utilize any lingering little bit of sugar in your blood, and then it starts burning fat for you to actually start creating those ketones so your brain, your heart, and all these other organs can function optimally. So that's the benefit of doing intermittent fasting, and the cool thing about intermittent fasting is that you don't have to worry about breakfast. You can drink black coffee, which some people do without sugar, and then you literally just drink water uh, and keep yourself kind of full off of that, and then at noon or 1 o'clock you start eating, and it, you, people that do it that way literally see the best results. So I got to take a quick break here on the ketogenic diet. I got to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back here shortly. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the in-season talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, want to remind you, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also call our office at 937-552-7364. Press option two, team is standing by. But on the previous segment, I was talking about the ketogenic diet. And uh, on the ketogenic diet, uh, a lot of people will have great benefits. And one of our patients, and I'm about to play a testimonial you might have heard in the background there, um, that 
she came into our office. Uh, she's a cancer survivor. Decided to uh, do things different. I did a lunch and learn at her workplace, and she said, "You know what? I got to start taking charge of my health." And uh, she decided to come into our office. And I just want to—I want you to hear her story because her her quest was not only to function better and allow her brain and her body to communicate better, so she can heal from within, like God designed her body to do. But it was more about just feeling better, also, so she can be exactly who God's called her to be. So here's Donna's story. I want you to hear it here first. So stand by. Here's her story. Um, and I decided that my health wasn't the best, so I wanted to come and see what he had to offer. Um, they are a very unique office. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that. <laughs> I've been to other chiropractors, but I've never seen the results that I'm getting here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've lost 15 pounds um, since I've been coming. I've reduced my body mass index by 10 points. Nice. BMI by 10 points. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sleeping better. Awesome. I'm feeling better. Yes. Um, I'm taking some of the herbs, so my inflammation is getting down. Yes. My ears feel 100% better. (laughs) (laughs) I had so much problems. Um, But basically, this is any, I mean, you you give us the tools um, to use, so that way we can sort of continue our life and the nutrition and the shop with the doc. Yes. Um, We love all your classes. We learn something new for each one we come. Awesome. Um, So I would highly recommend um, the office to anybody looking to feel better and figure out ways to actually um, c- carry it on the rest of your life. So, folks, that's uh, Donna's story, and she just decided to take charge of her health, and we assisted in her in that process. And like you heard, her BMI dropped down by 10 points. She's lost 15 pounds, cancer survivor, anti-inflammatory. She's not uh, in as much achiness and pain. She's actually able to be exactly what God's called her to be. So, folks, if you are ready to do something different and you're sick and tired like she was of being sick and tired and you want to do something different, uh, you're more than welcome to come to our very next event uh, coming up this Monday is curious about keto. Are you curious about ketogenic diet? I gave you a quick overview of what it is. We're going to dive into an hour and a half um, workshop in our office. Cool thing is that there'll be free food there and the food will be ketogenic dishes. We only have 15 slots left. So if you really are interested in taking that fork in a row towards health and healing and trying out that at least a couple of bites of few of those items to see like, wow, this is something that I can actually stomach before going out and trying recipes and making it and hating it and throwing it out and then saying, oh, I knew that was not for me. You can come, you can listen, you can learn. And you can start applying so you can start transforming your life. If that is you, call our number right now, 937-552-7364. Press option two. Uh, Team is standing by to sign you up for that event coming up on January 13th, 6.30 p.m. at our office in Troy, Full Life Chiropractic. We'll be going over with the ketogenic. If you're curious about keto and what it means to be ketogenic and also what it doesn't mean to be ketogenic and all that stuff, that's exactly what we're going to be diving into uh, on Monday at 6.30 p.m. If you're not available this Monday, but you still are enticed by what we talk about on this radio show every single week, if this is the very first time you ever listen to this radio show, we talk about healthy options on how to take care of your body without drugs and surgery. If that is you and you want to do something different and you cannot make it to the actual workshop on Monday the 13th, you can come to our very next dinner on January 20th at Basils in Troy. What is the dinner? The dinner is an opportunity for you to come to our uh, to, to a place, a mutual place, uh, and I talk about health and how to achieve it 
naturally without drugs and surgery. At that dinner at Basil's in Troy, I talk about those concepts. We go over that information. The dinner is completely free. You can bring yourself up to four guests with you, and you can listen to what we do. And if it makes sense to you, you make an appointment. If not, you can come uh, at a later date, or you can just change your mind completely and leave there with at least some free food in your belly. Uh, at the end of the day, it really comes down to, are you ready to do something different so you don't become that statistic that we all don't want to become, but you're actually deciding to be an adult about your health and doing something different this decade versus the last decade so you can be there for your family? I cannot answer that question for you, folks. You got to answer that question to yourself in the mirror. Are you ready to take the bull by the horns and take charge of your health once and for all and start truly living the full life? Because if you listen to the radio show, that's all we're trying to do is help you live the full life. So I want to thank you guys for joining me once again. Next events are uh, January 13th at 630 in our office. That's a ketogenic uh, workshop or January 20th at 630 at Basil's in Troy. Uh, free dinner with the doc to find out what it is that we do in our office. So thank you so much for joining me. You all have a blessed weekend. You are listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO.